Time for seafood news. You are listening to the Seafood News Podcast. I'm Seafood News Managing Editor Amanda Buckle. And I'm Ernaberry Seafood Market Reporter Lauren Castiglione. This podcast is brought to you by Ernaberry's Reporter Magazine, which is out now. The latest issue is packed with great stories, including a food trend forecast for 2021, a look at how restaurants have introduced new design concepts as a result of the pandemic, the scoop on Maui's new Captain Omega line, and much, much more. You can read a free digital copy of the magazine by visiting ernaberry.com slash reporter. Thanks, Lauren. You know, Valentine's Day is approaching. <laughs> quickly, quickly. Very quickly. Too. So uh, we'll have some more stories on Valentine's Day on Seafood News during the week, but I just wanted to throw some numbers by you now. And let me know if you find these. And there's nothing sexier than numbers. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I, I personally didn't find these numbers that surprising, but maybe, maybe you will. The National Retail Federation, and I'll be referring to them as NRF moving forward, they conducted a poll and found that people just don't plan on going out this year. Is that surprising? Mm, surprising. <laughs> so only 24% said that they will be celebrating Valentine's Day with an evening out this year, and that's down from 34% in 2020. So according to NRF, this is the lowest figure in the survey's history. So Valentine's Day is another victim of the coronavirus pandemic. I know, I'm trying to think of what I was doing last year, but I don't think I celebrated last year either. Yeah, so. you've got two young kids. You're never, <laughs> if I ask you what you're doing, you're you're not doing anything. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to get the, the kids to bed as early as possible. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Do you guys do normally like cook at home or do you get takeout? Usually takeout. Takeout. Yeah, we we let other people cook for us on those days. I feel like we've been half and half and yeah, I can't even tell you what we did last year. Like my husband's birthday is the day before Valentine's Day, so it's it's really tough, you know, because usually we go for his birthday and then I'm like, who wants to go out two nights in a row? Um, so usually we, we end up actually like buying scallops or, you know, cooking something special. So it's like you just accept presents on Valentine's Day. You don't give him anything because you're like, I just gave you I, What else you could you possibly more? want? <laughs> so it's not a bad deal for you. <laughs> no, but this year we are celebrating because I'm surprising him with a trip to New York for his birthday since everything's closed and you don't know what to do for his, bir- for his birthday. He's a big Mets fan. So we're going to go do a private tour of the stadium. And then fortunately for us, they're opening up indoor dining in New York on Valentine's Day. So we're going to have a brunch. So I actually oh, awesome. am one of the few people who have plans to go out and celebrate this year. So- yeah, that sounds like an awesome day. I'm I'm Thank you. proud of you. That's, that's Thank really you. nice. Is this a surprise for him? Yes, this is. And he does not listen to this podcast, so we're just spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, here's a couple more numbers for you. Another 46% of those surveyed say that they are actively avoiding in-person gatherings. Um, and ultimately, I raised my hand on that one. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Ultimately, this breaks down to $1.5 billion less being spent on an evening out than, than, uh, you know, than last year. Which is nuts. I mean, I know we gave some restaurant updates last week, but right now, like, you know, I feel like every state is its own country almost. I, I feel like if you're one of the few people traveling, you have to do some serious research, not only on your quarantine requirements when coming from another state, but just what restaurants and other attractions are are open and at what capacity. Like I was saying, like, we're going to New York and I mean, it's a two hour car ride for us. And and I'm doing all this research saying, like, what, what do I have to do? Like, you know, like, can I eat inside? Like, it's like so bizarre. So... Like I, I know things are easing up slightly in New Jersey, 
Um, this past weekend, Governor Phil Murphy, he lifted dining capacity restrictions from 25% to 35%, and he extended bar and restaurant operating hours um, until after 10 p.m., which is wild. Um, I mean, no, obviously, we still have got a pandemic going on, but I just thought people would be looking for any, any excuse to get out, you know, but maybe just not. Right. On a- I mean, I think if the weather was a little bit warmer around here, we might see numbers a little bit higher. I think I think the, the rain and the snow and the ice, that's all kind of dampering things. If it was the summer, I'm sure numbers would be higher. Yeah, but I mean, this is across the country. I mean, you think California, yeah, like, that's you know, Arizona, like they've got nice weather and, and still no one wants to go out. <laughs> Right. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yeah, now this doesn't uh, sound great for food service, but there is good news. People still want to celebrate. Um, 41% of those polled by NRF said that they'll be planning a special celebration at home. NRF says that some will be looking for restaurants for meal kits to recreate a favorite dish, or there might just be ordering a three-course dinner for takeout to get that fine dining experience at home. Uh, but this really means that it's going to be a home run for retail and e-commerce. Um, so what I think is really fun and creative is that Maine Lobster Marketing Collab is, for the first time ever, introducing a lobster tail bouquet. I would not be opposed to receiving a bouquet of lobster tail. Right? <laughs> so MLMC partnered with Hancock Gourmet and Maine Lobster Now to ship these across the country. So if you order through Hancock Gourmet, you can get four lobster tails for $82.49, which they normally retail for $97.05. Or if you order through Maine Lobster Now, you can get six lobster tails, and all of these are sustainably harvested from Maine's waters for $109.99, and this is normally a $129.99 value. Um, so the bouquets, they have to be assembled after they're cooked. So it's a little extra work, but I mean, you know, you're doing this for the people that you love. Um, so I think it's worth it. Exactly. So MLMC recommends that you first skewer your thawed lobster tails, then cook according to your preference. And don't worry, they give you super simple cooking instructions at lobsterformain.com if you're a novice lobster chef. Um, But after you cook them, you lay the tails flat and secure the bottoms of the skewers with a rubber band, um, arrange and adjust the tails onto a bouquet uh, shape before wrapping them up in checkered wax paper and then a little burlap tie um, to put it all together and then you're done. It's it's really, I mean, it's such a cool idea and uh, they give you a card with it too. It says, tails are red, oceans are blue. Maine lobster is sweet, and so are you. Aww. <laughs> Such a cool Poetry idea. to my ears. <laughs> I love the creativity. And, and honestly, I mean, during COVID, you have to get creative. You know, we, we talked about the, you know, we talked about the $1.5 billion hit that is being taken on an evening out. But just look at total ex- expected spending. Um, 2020 was a record high for Valentine's Day with $27.4 billion total expected Valentine's Day spending. And this year it's only $21.8 billion. So that's a, that's a pretty steep, you know, and so like I said, obviously that's not all, you know, restaurants and food service, that's not all going out. People just aren't buying the cards, the candy. I mean, you have to think, you know, everyone's jobs really took a, a hit this year and, um, you know, I, I think there's probably less dating <laughs> because how do you, yeah. if you're single, how do you date in a <laughs> pandemic? So, uh, yeah, so, so there were some cuts made this year. <laughs> now, um, since we were just talking about the MLMC, I want to give an update um, on their, uh, their end. 
Uh, last week, MLMC director Marianne LaCroix sent out a bulletin to the industry to provide an update on their efforts to increase demand for Maine lobster. Now, they're working to get the word out to everyone, um, but in the past, they've been heavily focused on food service and distributors. And then COVID hit, so they really had to change their strategy, and they quickly shifted their efforts to grocery stores and home cooks. According to LaCroix, they used public relations outreach to raise awareness of Maine lobster as a great choice for eating at home. They worked with journalists to play stories about Maine lobster that focused on how easy it is to get and prepare at home. Um, so all in all, they were able to get 141 positive stories that reached 1.6 billion people in publications. Very cool. I love some happy news. Um, they also found success with social media and digital advertising. They teamed up with a, co a couple of social media influencers, not, not Lauren and I. Um, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> they're lost. <laughs> so they, they teamed up with some social media influencers to develop easy prepare recipes and how-to videos. And they ended up reaching 16 million people on social media channels. Um, in addition, they also developed a new home cook section on the main uh, lobsterformain.com site to make sure that home cooks had all the information they needed to properly buy and cook Maine lobster. And I know we mentioned the site earlier, and I don't know if everyone's you know visited it, but it's I mean it's truly a great site. Any question you've ever had about it is it's a great resource. Yeah, they answer it. It's it's really cool. Because um, I even like I'm, I'm a nervous cook. So I'm always looking up every. I I made mini uh, like hot dogs yesterday in a you know like pigs in a blanket, and, uh, and I had to look I had to look that up. Like it should be like rocket. You know, it's like it's not rocket science. <laughs> but the point is, I will use any resource on the internet at my. Uh, at my <laughs> hey, it, it's there for you. Exactly. Um, so uh, they ran digital ads for their website on social media sites, and according to a Nielsen survey, over 580,000 people were more likely to buy Maine Lobster as a result of the digital ads, which kudos to them. That's awesome. Yeah. And on the grocery side of things, the MLMC ran their first ever uh, test promotional program with a grocery chain. The promotional program included advertising and social media posts promoting Maine Lobster, through the grocery store's personal marketing channels. The campaign increased Maine Lobster sales 79% during the one-month promotional period. And as for what's ahead in 2021, following the success with their grocery promotional program, the MLMC plans on continuing to provide funding for additional grocery and retail promotions. LaCroix also said that the groups will continue to create awareness, interest, and demand for Maine Lobster using public relations, social media, and advertising. We will definitely be keeping an eye on that. Uh, now for some market updates. December shrimp imports were released last week and show a large increase of 8% from last year to over 146.2 million pounds. Now this was a reversal from last month's marginally lower year-over-year -year figure and put total 2020 imports at 1.645 billion pounds. This again broke the one-year-old record by 6.3% and this is the sixth straight year of gains to record levels. Um, Arnaberry Consulting Economist Angel Rubio uh, forecasts 158.688 million pounds for this month. So um, all the top five trade partners ship more products to the United States, um, but it was really led by Ecuador, uh, which shipped 47.4% uh, more, and Vietnam, which shipped 43.4% more. Um, India, again, retained the top spot, up 7%, um, with Indonesia up 0.4%, and Thailand up 8.7%, um, both was shipping more. Mexico and China ship less from last December. Um, Bangladesh, Peru, and to a lesser extent, Argentina also ship more. 
Um, the one country that shifted the last month of the year was Saudi Arabia, which shipped less for the first time this year. The following countries, while not inclusive, all ship more on an annual basis. Um, we're looking at Indonesia, Ecuador, Vietnam, Argentina, Bangladesh, Saudi Arabia, and Guatemala. In the terms of product form, uh, the U.S. imported less headless shellon, which includes easy peel and breaded, and there was more peeled and cooked. Shrimp comes from everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, and finally, I've got a market update on Spanish octopus. So while octopus is largely an out-of-home dining experience here in the U.S., the opposite is true for European and Asian consumers, so much so that raw material prices for Spanish octopus strengthened throughout the pandemic, while the U.S. market was largely frozen in place. In looking at the latest imports through November 2020, year-to-date figures fall 39.2% below the previous three-year average for the same time frame. Importers were cautious in the amount of product they were, uh, they were bringing into the country after COVID hit the U.S., patiently waiting for the food service and restaurant sector to rebound, resulting in a significant drop in import volume compared to previous years. The 2020 fourth quarter holidays helped to boost sales, and while there were some sellers discounting product to generate cash or work through aging inventories, once that product was worked through, wholesale prices strengthened through January. Other factors lending to the upwards pressure on the market includes the weakening U.S. dollar affecting exchange rates, as well as raw material supply issues stemming from a lackluster catch. When the Moroccan fishery opened with a 40% reduced quota, raw material prices strengthened even further. Reports of smaller sizes being under the most pressure as Japan uh, secured much of the two to four pound size product for their domestic market. So all of these factors combined continue to support a strengthening market leading into the Lenten season. Thanks, Lauren. And that does it for us. Um, but before we go, I just want to tease that we have a new Watch Us Eat video coming out soon. Watch so us eat. <laughs> it's if you like our podcast, you would really love watching us eat. So, <laughs> so uh, subscribe to the CP News YouTube channel uh, to be one of the first uh, people to catch it. And once again, this podcast was brought to you by Ernaberry's Reporter Magazine. Check out a free digital copy by visiting ernaberry.com slash reporter. Thanks for listening. See you back here next week. Bye. Bye.